Doug! Doc, can I get a drop? Oh, uh, the rule says play it as it lies. What are you doing, Booby? What are you doing? Let's go, Tiger! Johnny, that's better than most. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Play It As It Lies. Daniel Berger got the win this week at Pebble Beach. We'll be going over that weekend recap and all the fun stuff that happened, especially with Speed sadly finishing with another top five. We'll talk about Riviera since it's Riviera week. DJ is back in the field, so that is always some exciting news. We will talk about our picks of the week and who we think you should put your money on. We will also talk about Rory was just elected as the PJ Tour Player Advisory Council Chairman for 2021. And we also will talk about Mike Wan, the old LPGA Commissioner, is now the new CEO of the USGA, and a bunch of other fun stuff on this week's episode. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please hit that five stars on Apple and subscribe to us on Spotify. Just let us know in our Instagram how we can improve episode, just in any comments from any of the posts. Now, enjoy the episode. All right, episode 15 of Play It As It Lies. Let's get into a bunch of fun stuff to talk and debate about today. But, Parker, you want to get us started? Yeah, we're going to start off with a weekend recap. Um, obviously, TNT, Pebble Beach, Daniel Berger. Got the dub this weekend. What you boys have to think about it? I like Berger. I, I, I mean, I thought Cantley was going to catch everybody just because he is known to kind of shoot a super low final round because a couple of his wins, he's come back from, like, way back in one. But, I mean, Berger Scott, I mean, it was his, this is his fourth win, so I'm not too surprised, like, he held it through. I mean, he made an amazing eagle putt on the last. I mean, all he needed was a two putt to win, but absolutely piped to drive down the middle, piped a three-wood from, like, 253, and then made like a 40-footer, so congrats to him. Yeah, definitely. I'm always going to root for Berger. Uh, it's a happy day for me when he wins. Um, it's his second day or second win on the tour since the PJ Tour restart. So I think he won Colonial and Hell Beach. So there's just two tough courses to win on, and uh, Berger got it done. So congrats to him. Is he another one of your favorite golfers now, Miles, that he, has, that he got this recent dub? <laughs> He's always been. I mean, like, everyone wrote <laughs> because, I mean, I was reading some comments on the one. They're like, oh, I can't believe that this guy, he's a not a 20 handicapper swing. And it's just like, get off of him. Like, he's a PGA Tour winner multiple times. He's got a chip on the shoulder, so. I mean, I kind of, like, don't, I mean, it looks weird when he takes it back. But, I mean, just coming down, like, the downswing is pure. It's pure. I mean, he absolutely rips it. I mean, he's one of the longest hitters on tour. Yeah, and, I mean, he's one of two players to drive. I forget what hole, but Pebble Beach, he drove, like, the 13 or 14 hole and made the eagle putt. And it's like he was one of two players to even drive that green. So, unestimated, underestimated power, um, great swing, great guy. I think he just also has the mentality. Like, I mean – I mean, I guess next topic we're probably going to talk about, like, Spieth finishing top five. I mean, Spieth, once again, like, has the lead. And, like, I, I'm not – I hate to say it. I wasn't surprised he didn't get it done. I mean, I don't think he's officially back. 
until he wins. Like, Jordan Speed, like, he's back, but, like, he's not, like, back-back. Like, he's back-back when he wins a tournament. Like, I think he'll get, like, his mojo when he actually, like, closes just because he hasn't closed a tournament in three years. Like, he hasn't won a tournament in three years. Yes, but, I mean, the fact that he has two top fives in a row is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think, obviously, it goes to his uh, firing of his past coach, Cameron Cormick. I think that, it's a good sign. Yeah. Um, it's like, I mean, two top fives, what more can we ask? He just made a million dollars in two weeks. I think he's chilling. No, I mean, I have, I'm happy he finished top five, but, I mean, we, we don't – we look at kind of speed like and worry in this, you know, in that way where it's like top fives are good, but we want, we, we need wins. Like he's, he's like that good enough player that like, we don't, we're not happy with top fives. Like we want him, especially when you have the lead, like we want him to close. Yeah. We're not happy with top fives. <laughs> I'm not saying that in a bad way, but for that caliber, it's like, it's like Tiger finishing top five. It's like, no, we don't, we don't celebrate that. Unless, yeah, like, he came yeah. back and shot, like, 10 under and, like, was so far back that, like, a top five was, like, impressive. But, I mean, we definitely yeah. did celebrate that for Spieth, considering that from where he was to where he's now, I mean, top five is pretty much a win. Yeah, but he's a two-time Masters winner. Like, he needs to be held to a standard. Yeah, he's only won the Masters once. One time. I thought he had twice. No, then what did he have as well? He's, he is three-time major winner. He's won the British. He's won the U.S. Open. He's won the Masters. I could have sworn he had two masters. He should. He, he should, should have two masters. He, he choked one away. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, he was there. On the choke on the 12th hole. I remember the choke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a uh, I mean, – Hey, was that one – that hole you were talking about that Berger drove, was that the one where they moved the tees up? They, I'm, like, had the tees in somewhere because they, they weren't having fans, so, like, they could have the tees somewhere that they hadn't been in, like – I don't know, 50 years or something. They were talking maybe, about it. Maybe, but I don't think so because I remember seeing that he was one of two players to ever drive that hole from that yardage. So I don't think that he – I don't think those tees were moved up. I mean, they moved gotcha. up the tee. Like, I mean, they might have moved them up, but, like, it played the same way they played it during the, the U.S. Open. Yeah. Like, they played those tees up. Or did they play the, the second like, hole as a part five? There was one specific one, though. Yeah. I think it was back nine. Um, that they like said they they were only able to do it because there was no fans, but this is where like it used. To. I wouldn't know. I mean, it, it looked the course pretty much played. I mean, it didn't play the same as U.S. Open, but a lot of the tee shots were like pretty much the same as like when they played the U.S. Open. Well, but no, because yeah. it is a par seventy-two, and. Normally, number two is a par four for the U.S. Open. Okay. So, so it, yeah, they yeah. play as a par. I guess, they, yeah, they moved the switch the tees a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot of the tees were kind of similar, like scoring holes, as we yeah. saw the U.S. Open. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, well, we have down Akshay. You all want to talk about him? I don't think that's how you say his name. But Akshay. Yeah, Akshay, Akshay. 19-year-old Akshay, I think. I'm not even trying to pronounce his last name, but he – um, yeah, he tore up Pebble the first two rounds, and then I think the weekend. I mean, he's a young pro, so I think the weekend kind of got the best of him because I think he finished at seven under total. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Six tied some tied. He he was top leaderboard. I mean, first round he hit all eighteen greens, which has only been done by 
I think PGA Tour is like of six people. So, I mean, he's definitely like, I think he's going to be big, but I, I don't know. I mean, he tore it up. It's good to see him 19 tearing it up. But I, I mean, we'll see what he can do with his career. I mean, he's got a ton of talent. Worked with Gankis early on. Um, absolutely bombs it for how kind of tiny he is. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that he hit 18 out of 18 greens is just absurd. Like, how on fire do you have to be to hit 18 out of 18 greens? I mean, you're just lost. In the zone. In the zone. Like, 64, easy money. I just can't. Like, 18, it's just – because, I mean, it's, it's not even like – you could play a short course, and it's just you're – I mean, that means you're hitting the fairways. I mean, you pretty much have to be in the fairways or you're not in trouble. Yeah. I mean, you, you could – you know, hit, you have a great ball striking day, but you're just off the tee, you're terrible to where, like, you can't even hit the green. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I don't even know how many fairways he hit that round. Because um, if he was hitting if he hit 10 or 11, that's very impressive because the rough of Pebble was not – No, no joke. It's not, hard to yeah, escape. Very hard so. escape. So, I think Akshay is on the, the upward t- trend in golf, and I definitely – Put some money on them for you, with golf better and degenerates out there. Well, would you would you buy into the stock? Yes, a hundred percent. He's only nineteen. He has he's a that was his eleventh tour start. Just long, 30 long term, long major term. major long term long term investment. Possibly a major championship. Possibly. All right, all right. I mean, what do you not agree? I I'm not I'm not I'm not against that take. It's just yeah. I mean, I can see. It. I mean, he's got the talent. Um, I mean, he's young, so. His swing uh, is perfect. Too. I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know what's going to come of him. I mean, he's got a lot of talent. I mean, a lot of talented players have, like, burned out, too. So, I mean, hopefully he doesn't burn out. Hopefully he keeps it going. But, I mean, I mean, sky's the limit. So, we'll see what he does. Yeah. Uh, I'm rooting for you, Akshay. Another – I was going to say, another guy that I am definitely betting on when he plays at Pebble again, who was fun this weekend, was Maverick McNeely. Obviously, it was his – home course so you got to take that into account but he was really fun to watch definitely knew the course well and was just hitting a lot of cool shots and had a good Sunday yeah I think it's funny like I remember watching him there like that was his the first time he was even able to play pebbles for his 16th birthday so it's just kind of his he has that ingrained uh I don't know what you call it but just his parents just didn't let him play until he was 16 years old so I mean I don't know Whatever that has to say, I'm at a loss for words. What I'm trying to say, but I think that's. Just- <laughs> I mean, he like lives yeah. pretty much on the course. Like yeah. Miles and I, I looked yeah. up because I remember Miles asked me like, supposedly somebody told him that he went to Memorial. Yeah. Which like I was like, you sure about that? I remember looking it up, and he's not from Houston at all. Yeah. It turns out like he has like a big house on Pebble Beach, like a fat house. Fat that house his dad does his dad did pretty well um mm. in life so yeah pretty much yeah but he's a good player i actually played i remember i caddied for cole i think two years ago and we played a practice round with him and he maybe hit five greens and still shot like one under because he scrambled on every hole made everybody looked at so i mean he's got an amazing short game yeah, he's just got that PGA Tour, that just that step, that one step above everyone else. I mean, the short game, the the mental game. He's just got it. And 
I mean, it's just so modest that his dad wouldn't even let him step on step foot on the course until his 16th birthday. So, um, super cool for Maverick. Tied, or I think Solo second place, honestly. So, who knows what he's got in store for the future? Yeah. Um, also, last thing for the week, unless y'all got anything else. Um, everybody saw it all over their social media feeds. It was Happy Gilmore's 25th anniversary. Yeah. Those videos were so awesome. So funny. I think, I mean, Happy Gilmore, great movie. Um, was that your favorite golf I honestly hope. What's your favorite golf movie? Yeah. You know, it might be. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe we should do that topic for yeah. debate uh, in the next episode or future episode. Like, what's your favorite golf movie? I mean, that's definitely up there. I think that's my favorite comedy golf movie. I mean, I love Greatest Game, Greatest Game Ever Played. Um, it's a long movie, but I kind of like the whole, like, just being, like, a super into golf. Um, definitely like that movie a lot. Uh, I mean, I liked like Bagger, Legend of Bagger Vance, and um, what is it, Tin Cup? I mean, I don't know. I think either Tin Cup or Happy Gilmore is probably my all-time favorite golf movie. All right, I'll give nice. you. What about you? Well, oh yeah, go ahead, Mom. Oh yeah, uh, thanks for asking. Uh, <laughs> Happy Gilmore <laughs> is Happy Gilmore is probably one of my favorites. Um, if not my favorite, I think Adam Sandler. He doesn't love Adam Sandler in a sports movie. Um, and then Ben Stiller in that movie is just so funny. Like, the, the stuff that he says to the grandma. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they came up with that, but super hilarious. Yeah. Well, did y'all see his next we got. Sorry. Did y'all see Adam Sandler's golf swing on Insta? Yeah, he piped Yeah, it. that's what I was talking about. So got it. It's nuts. Twenty five years did later. Crazy. Did y'all see Shooter McGavin came back with a video as well? No. Oh, uh, it was it was him putting pure comedy. Yeah, it was good. He was fully in the character. It was funny. <laughs> he seems. I don't know. I'm not gonna make any comments. But let's just <laughs> move on. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, Riviera Week. That's what we got. Genesis Invitational. I believe is that what we're referring to? Yep. Sir. Yep, yep. This is one, I feel like this is where, I mean, kind of since the farmers, but I feel like this is where the PJ Tour golf, you know, starts to get more serious. I mean, the NFL, NFL is done. I mean, now we pretty much have golf and NBA, and NBA is early on in the season, and it's not playoff time, so this time really doesn't matter. So I feel like this is kind of like golf's, time to like shine because i mean this is like your sundays you're bored you start watching i feel like the genesis one of my favorite tournaments to watch i mean absolutely yeah. it's kind of you know a bunch of awesome past champions i mean i believe i saw there's the top 10 uh world golf like rankings there's eight people uh playing this week in the top 10 so it's a packed field so this will be a, it'll be a good week how about that yeah. not playing this week what are you saying about that? Yeah, Tiger. You know, you know, I'm fine. I'm honestly fine if Tiger just plays in the, in the all the majors from now on, and plays a couple of times. I mean, I think, I think he just doesn't want to hurt his back. He doesn't want to tweak it. He's resting up for the Masters. I think he'll probably play play Bay Hill, where it'll be a little warmer yeah. in Florida. But um, and also DJ's back in action. He took off 
he uh, dropped out last week from Pebble after he won Saudi. So I think he's, you know, he had just enjoyed that celebration. Plus that plane flight from yeah. Saudi Arabia to California is probably the jet lag catching up. Yeah, I mean, he's going off this week at plus 450. Um, so, I mean, that's a lot. That's a good bet. It's uh, a really good bet. Um, his odds for top 20, which is crazy. He's minus 380 for top 20, which if you got 380 to throw down, it's 100 bucks at third down. Um, I think he's why, – why wouldn't he? Give me one reason why he wouldn't. Or, uh, you know, or just 38 to win 10 for the responsible better. But <laughs> <laughs> what sponsor? What's it such thing as a However your units may stack up. <laughs> My units are one hundred. I, I think I think DJ, DJ is a powerhouse not to win this week. So yeah, I mean I I honestly will will take him against the field. I mean he looks his he looks in control. It's scary. Yeah, I might throw some down on uh, Brooks against the field plus twenty five hundred. Ooh, the man is back. That's a good bet. But dude, I think Brooks he's ready back? to. Back-to-back starts for Brooksy? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I liked him. You know, Waste Management was better because he's won it before. So, I don't I don't know. I'm not going to say that I called him winning last week, but I kind of did call it when I said that I knew that he was going to play very, very well. But, anyways, do you want to – since we're talking about betting, you want any of your special locks of the week? Yeah, us? yeah. Well – to answer that question, Parker Brooks is going off minus one ten top twenty. I think to throw one ten on that to win a hundred is solid bet. Um, yeah. Um, we got Tony Finau versus Brooks Kepka matchup. Tony Finau minus one forty five, Brooksy plus one twenty five. What do you think? The first camp versus um, Finau. Yeah. I think I think Finau. I don't know. I'm staying away from that because Finau is a top ten machine. So, I mean, you're pretty much betting on if Brooks is going to get top 10 or not. Yeah. So, I would stay away from that bet, personally. I wouldn't stay away from that. I would hammer Tony Finau. Um, I mean, yeah, I would stay away from betting on Brooksy, but I think Finau, like you said, is a top 10 machine. And just – he was he second place in Saudi coming off a rest? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, Finau's – Games get shaped, but I, you know, I think my bet that I like, I'm going Colin Morikawa over Adam Scott. I know Adam Scott is the defending champ, Ooh. but I like Colin. I mean, he hits it straight. You got to hit it straight at Riviera. He absolutely, like he said, is one of the best iron players on tour. So I like him, and I just like him just because he, you know, grew, was it played at Cal, so he's played uh, these California courses, so mm-hmm. he knows them pretty well so I, I like Colin over Adam that's my lock of the week what about you I mean I, I'm looking here I see Hideki versus Spieth I, I'm gonna take Spieth honestly I don't know what Hideki's been doing recently um, but I know Spieth's hot and he played well at this course last year actually um, when they're fans so I don't know I think a lot of players are missing the fans are there gonna be fans this week anyone know I don't know. Hey, for California, I don't think if there doesn't be any fans, there's to be very few. Uh, I know the PJ Tour is trying to get them back in. Yeah, so. I didn't need them there. You saw the fans on the beach. Yeah, Pebble. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they'll. If they do have them, I don't think they'll be 
as many as there were at the Wasteland. All right, here's an interesting one. We got Ricky Fowler going off in minus 115 versus Maverick McNeely in minus 105. What do y'all think? I mean, I like – I mean, Maverick's – you know, I'll pick Maverick. He's turning in the right. Ricky is – he's searching for his game, so I, I just don't like him. I mean, would it surprise me if Ricky comes out and gets a top 10? No. But he's just not training the that right way. Surprising. Maverick, you know, just finished second. So, I, I kind of like how his game's treading. And, yeah. He finished second in a field with no one there. I mean, Dustin – Yeah, and it was his home course. Yeah, and it's his home course. Basically. Yeah, it is. Not quite, but basically. Like, I, mean, pretty much. I like him. Like, I think he's probably the safer bet there against Ricky because, like you said, he's trying to figure it out. But, like, I don't see him, like, having a big weekend – back-to-back I could be wrong prove me wrong I love the name he's a fireball he might be my guy going forward we'll see <laughs> but I just don't know back-to-back yeah, I, back. Think, I think know, that may have just I, been a hot week I mean I agree with that I don't think he's in a hot week I'm just Ricky's game he just I don't know I don't know where Ricky is like I guess more of my bet would be I think Mavericks gonna make the cut and Ricky's not so that's why I'm I think Mavericks to save her bet just to make the cut yeah. honestly because Ricky, I just don't know where his game's at. I mean, he's going through a little swing change still. You know, maybe he figures it out, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I could see both of them missing the cut. So, I'd stay away from that, guys. But, I mean, there's a lot of good bets out here. Um, I mean, you got Rory going off plus 1,000 to win outright. JT going off plus 1,000 to win outright. I mean, those are – I mean, they're – Throw 20 bucks on JT or Rory. Who knows? Yeah. Well, whatever you want to do with your money, those are our picks of the week. Speaking of – sorry, go ahead. Uh, I mean, those are our picks of the week. Park, can I continue? Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of Rory, uh, we have that he was elected to the PGA Tour Player Advisory Council as the chairman for 2021. He was. He was. So, three-year term. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think he's going to be the first international player to serve on the board, which is pretty cool. Um, I mean, Rory's – who doesn't like Rory McIlroy as a guy? Um, super, super happy going – go lucky guy. Um, super kind. Um, I think he's – like he said, he said that he knows both the European tour side and the PGA tour side. So, I think he'll be a strong voice, uh, especially with that merger coming along. Um, I think Rory's just a good voice on tour. Um, speaks for a lot of the, the right side of the tour. Um, I think he would have a good voice with all the new policies coming on, coming along. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Um, so, usually this is like, it's a three-year term. I think Rory's a great person because he's been one of the most vocal people on tour the past couple of years. I mean, I like what he's saying about them you know rolling back the ball I don't think they should roll back the ball because I mean he said it's like the one percent of golfers that would affect the most so I mean I you know I've really agree with a lot of Rory's takes I think it'll be great for the tour I mean he's replacing Spieth he's been on the board so his bummer Spieth's gone but he's a, he'll be joining a James Hahn, Charlie Hoffman and Kevin Kisner on the policy board so I'm excited for what they're going to do and I think this is you know the right step in the right direction 
Yeah, for sure. I, I honestly didn't know that Spieth was the past chairman, but it makes sense. I mean, Spieth's a very well-spoken guy, uh, lovable guy on tour. Uh, once again, knows. I mean, like, I think one thing, one big thing, I mean, the whole DeChambeau situation with the time limit and the shot clock, I think Rory was definitely a big advocate for uh, speeding up the play. And I know Spieth was too. So I'm just excited to see what that uh, will bring. And, I mean, the whole thing with the range finders on tour, that's going to be really interesting to, to see with the caddies. I agree. That's another big yeah. thing. I mean, I mean, that was huge news when they announced that for the majors that they would have range finders. I don't know um, that would be a big deal, but, I mean, maybe it will help speed up the game. I mean, who knows? We'll see, we'll see what happens. That has to speed up the game. I mean, you shoot the flag, boom, you already know the number. It's like now they're, before they're having to do all these calculations and when they miss the 30 yards offline, now they have to walk up, walk back, get a good number. And, I mean, it's just going to speed up the game. I don't think the scores are going to change that much either because these guys are already so accurate. But I think the, the game play speed is going to speed up, which is most important. Like, I mean, I agree, but I think – I mean, a lot of tour players have said they'll still are still going to check out their their books because right. they want to know the front, the carry. So I mean, it will help in some ways. I think it will more help when they're offline, but I think when they're in their fairways, they're still going to use the um, the books they have. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that once again, they can just shoot the front of the green or shoot the bunker. So yeah. what's the difference? Yeah, that's true. So. Yep. Next order of business was. Mike Wan, the old LPGA commissioner, is now the new CEO of the USGA. Yeah, I mean, Mike Wan uh, did a great job running the LPGA tour. Um, I mean, the things that he did for uh, the lady golfers are just amazing. I mean, he increased the purse by $30 million, uh, made the Evian Championship a major status. Um, I mean, just... The things that he did in the LPGA game, he knows the business of golf very well. And I think he'll just bring great uh, view to the PGA Tour. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I think he did a great job. I think this is bigger in the fact that I feel that since he was the old LPGA commissioner, that I feel like we're going to have more, I think, joint fields will be a, a possibility in the future. Yeah. Just with him on. I mean, he's – like Miles said, he's grown the purses of thirty million or more since he's been there, and he's grown the game like just the girls' golf game has grown like significantly since twenty ten, since like he's really taken over. And I mean, he's just done a bunch for the game. Like he's just improved uh, the LPGA Tour and the and the women's game like incredibly. So I mean, I'm very excited to see what happens. You know, I'm you know I'm a big fan if if we do some more of these mixed fields. Because, I mean, it's not like women's golf, like compared to women's sports and other sports, there's not as big of a drop-off in a way just because you can – they play from like a shorter yardage, so it makes it kind of like the same in that aspect. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see if there's anything joint doing. I mean, the big thing I'm most, I'm most excited about and entertained is how he's going to set up the courses. I hope he sets them up hard because I absolutely love when there's brutal U.S. Opens and – I mean, I I all hate if he takes the back step and makes it easy. I mean, I hope he makes it harder. I know all the players 
complain about this, but from a viewer wise, I mean, I love to see whenever par is winning tournaments. And I mean, I mean, I honestly love to see when players are just complaining about how hard, how hard the course is. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, that's just going to be huge. I mean, the whole discussions of rolling back the ball and tying up the golf courses. I know he's only working it right now with the USGA, but I think, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, divisions of the USGA. So who knows what that's going to lead into. And I mean, I want to see, I want to see carnage. Who doesn't want to see carnage? I mean, the U.S. Open is the only tournament of the year that we get to see that. Um, I think it would just be interesting to really see who's the best of the best. Explain the rollout, the rolling back of the ball real quick. Johnny. So, I mean, it's pretty much, uh, if you look at it, pay attention to golf news, I mean, it's been going on for the past year or two about these rumors about them rolling back the ball just because, I mean, the ball has been the biggest aspect. I mean, technology has been a big part of why, you know, they're hitting it further, but technology isn't the big, the big reason is the ball. The ball is why they're hitting it 30 yards further than they used to. So, I mean, they're the talks of rolling back the ball. I don't know how they're going to do it, make the ball bigger, you know, have to take out some technology to where, you know, it was a couple years ago. But I mean, I hope they don't do this. Warwick's pretty much saying that he doesn't want that to happen because if you do that, then like, you know, if we're playing for fun, we don't like we yeah, like playing the same ball. The ball. Like I you mean, don't want to, yeah. yeah, you don't want to be thinking like, oh, I'm playing with a ball that's going shorter than like before. And then it's just like, well, what if you're playing with yeah. those new balls and then you find an old ball which happens to go farther, just because you're you need to find balls. I mean pretty much said like they're the one percent which i mean i totally agree just let one percent just absolutely tear up courses i mean i feel like by rolling back the ball you're just gonna cause a division i mean that i mean i think that will just lead into problems like the college game like now all the college players have to have it i mean it's just uh, high school yeah i mean there's just all these other rules you get to start adding in place now and yeah i mean but like how far are we really talking like I mean, they're everyone's hitting at 320 now. All the good people are hitting at 320. What's the what's the gap going to really be? Significantly, 10 yards. 10 yards. 10 yards. They could easily, if they roll back the ball, you easily lose 10 yards. Which 10 yards is a lot. I mean, it just it adds up in all your clubs, carry distance, what clubs you're hitting in. I mean, it makes it harder. I mean, yeah, but 10 yards for DJ, it's like 140 versus 150. That's still a wedge for him. I mean, I don't really think guys like that are really going to be affected by it. I think more so amateurs and, uh, like you said, NCAA Division One, Two, Three golfers. Those guys um, that maybe aren't hitting it 320, they're hitting it 295 now. Now they're hitting it 280 sometimes. That's really going to be huge for those guys. I mean, really, yeah, I mean, that will definitely affect them. But, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I mean, all the short people are going to stay short and all the long people are going to stay long. Right. Like, there's right. not going to be a difference. Like, nowadays it's just – I mean, technology is a big one. I mean, everybody's working out, getting stronger. I mean, the game is just going to get longer and longer. I don't, I don't think they need to worry about it that much. I mean, I think you yeah. can – For me, it's you not know, just – I think – we had this argument a while ago. I think golf courses should, you know, make courses tighter, maybe like for the shorter hitters, like open up the fairway. So like it gives you, it gives them some help. Like if you lay back, 
you're more likely to be in the fairway, just like small things, like make the fairways wider for the shorter hitters, make it tighter for the longer hitters. So the long hitters have to lay back. It's just all that small, like they can do yeah. small things that, you know, could pay dividends, but rolling back the ball is not in a, I mean, really not going to do much of a difference. I mean, if you're worried about, you don't want courses to be long and that's like why you're doing it, then I understand that. But and it all doesn't the matter. players talk about it. Webb Simpson, all these guys talk about, don't roll back the ball. Just tighten up the courses, grow out the rough, make people hit two iron off the tee. Uh, I think the ball is just unnecessary. Yeah, I think they yeah. just need to, like Miles said, just you just need to reward more of the short hitters, just make it open it up for the short hitters, tighten it up for the people who want to gamble. And I mean, I think that could be that could help in the future. But yeah, yeah. shout out Mike Wan. Yeah, shout out to Mike Wan. Okay, y'all want to get to Would You Rather? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Would You Rather? So number one, who wants to go first? Well. The question, anyway, actually, is, would you – Yeah, lady, go first. Yeah, Johnny will go first. Lady. Man, I'm so kind. <laughs> Ladies first. I mean, that's how it is. Parker, asked the freaking question. Would you rather hit a 350-yard drive or make a 90-foot butt for birdie? These are both tempting because absolutely piping a drive, like 350, and walking up and you have a foot wedge is, like, one of the best feelings, but – I'm going to go 90 foot birdie putt just because, I mean, that happens less to me. I mean, 30, 350 yard drives don't happen often, but like, how often do you get a 90, just the opportunity to make a 90 foot putt? And just when you make a 90 foot birdie putt, I mean, I mean, it's like you, they're both one stroke, except one is for birdie and one is just to, you're in the fairway. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, a lot of the putts that I even have aren't even 90-foot putts. And, like, I'm not I'm not as accurate as Johnny. And it's like the greens – a lot of the greens we play on are, aren't are even 90 feet. So, I mean, yeah. if I had an opportunity to hit a 90-foot birdie putt, I've never done that before. I think that would be super dope. Um, and I already hit it 350. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was an easy one. Yeah, come on. That was easy for me. I mean – for me, it's just like honestly, pick your day. Like honestly, <laughs> yeah. All right, number two. Would you rather hit your best, best, most solid, perfect shot from 155 to the flag? Watch your ball. Watch as your ball flies perfectly straight at your target. A perfectly struck ball going directly at the flag, yet flies over the green by five yards. Or Hit a half-topped line drive, ugly-looking shot from 155 to the flag that lands 35 short of the green, but continues to roll up and ends 12 feet. How'd you like that I'll reading? Take the first on this. See, I've done <laughs> I've done both of these many a times. I've and by far the half-top line drive, ugly-looking shot that rolls up 12 feet is the worst feeling ever. It's a cool, like if it helps your score and you hit a par, but I mean. You just looked ridiculous. You just topped it all the way up to the green. And, like, there's no way I would take that ever. I would rather hit it pure every single time and fly the green by five yards every single time. It's not even a question. Okay, this is where our discrepancy in golfer and how good we are comes in because I don't get 12 feet in regulation that often. So I'm going to take that one every time I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay, well, I mean – 
all I'm going to say is, just to start off, is it's better to be lucky than good. And it's facts. Because I have done it multiple times just with a wedge. You absolutely flush it. You know, you dead eye. You're thinking, I'm about to make birdie. And then you fly the green, you end up making bogey. I mean, I'd rather top the ball. I mean, if I have a putt for birdie, I'll take a putt for birdie instead of me scrambling all day long, especially from 12 feet. So you're, you telling, me, you're telling me that you'd rather, like, have a – have terrible swing thoughts and be topping the ball at 12 feet every time rather than hitting it pure every single time and being like, oh, maybe I need to dial back a little bit. If I'm hitting 12 feet every time, then yes. Topping the ball. I, hey, and all that matters is how Hell fast no. how fast you get the ball in the hole. I disagree. They ask you about your scorecard after you're done. They don't ask you about how'd you hit that one wedge yeah. shot from 55 yeah, yards. Everyone in your group is going to be like, this guy is the worst, luckiest golfer I've ever seen. And you're going to say, bring me my money. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not You're the one who went in golf tournaments if you're having 12-footers left and right. But, dude, that's, like, this is saying you one time you end up 12 feet. What if the other times you top it into the water? But you just yeah, said – Yeah, look, I, yeah. I do see the point of if it's a one-time thing, like your, your swing thoughts will be yes. horrible after. I get that. I get that. But it doesn't matter that much for me anyway because I – my swing thoughts aren't great, and I'm like, I'd rather be 12 feet. Like, because I might not be the next hole anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to happen every time. I mean, I've done both, and personally, I'll take the top because it sucks for a second. But if you're a good golfer, you clear it out, clear that bad shot out, make your birdie, walk on to the next. So then, what's the big deal about hitting it five yards over the green? Because it's just score-wise. You, you got to get up okay, and down. Let's say you hit the purest shot you've ever hit, and it goes five yards. Do you rather tell me you wouldn't rather have that swing thought on your mind rather than topping it? Topping it, to me, is the worst swing thought ever. Okay, it is. I absolutely yeah. agree. It yeah. is a terrible swing thought. But then after you hit one five yards, you're going to hit your next one, you're going to leave it like 20, 10 yards short because they're worried about flying it too far. Maybe. Or what if you pulled the wrong club? Maybe it's like, all right, I'm hitting. But the question never asked that. All right, I, let's go. I asked that. I just, I am. <laughs> you just asked that. Yeah, I improvised. You know, I'm going 12 feet. Let's go to the next question. This kid's a clown. We're gonna put this on the Instagram. All right, so you're playing game of hammer. Uh, let me just kind of describe how this happens. Playing game of hammer. I don't know if you played a game of hammer, but every time you hammer, the bet doubles. So, would you rather while you're playing hammer, and the person you're playing against hammers you? before you do each of these tasks. So they hammer you. Would you rather stick a shot from 150 yards out or make a 40-footer for birdie? And, I mean, I'm going to go, and I ask that just because it's happened both ways, and they're both great feelings, but I'm going to go 40-footer for birdie because it is the most demoralizing thing when you hammer somebody and they somehow just accept, and then they make a 40-footer on you, hammer back, and now you're just – absolutely like destroyed i mean you could have a five footer or one footer you're just like you're just kind of broken in that way like i see the amount of people miss five foot putts after that happened because they're just they're just so shocked yeah you said just stick it to a foot right like, yeah how far are we how close are we sticking it to gimme range yeah like you're you're sticking you're sticking it to yeah i'm saying what what's the better feeling the better feeling definitely 40 footer um Especially because that at that moment you're like, oh what? 
hammer. You just hit a forty foot putt. Now you exactly what you said. You flip the table right back on. Yeah. Hammer. I like to see you make a forty foot putt. I mean, they're both good feelings because when your friend hammers you in the middle of the fairway and you're like, all right, and then you hit the foot, then you can do like the same thing. But the 40 footer, you're already in for birdie, so you can do all the celebrating before that. Yes, sir. Yeah. We agreed on something. That's pretty cool. I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's a rare occasion. <laughs> we love to see it. All right. You ready to get on to the final part? There. Fairway or OB? I'm ready. Okay. Once again, just to intro this, this is where I ask 10 questions and it is fully subjective, <laughs> sort of. Some of them you actually have to get right and most of it is just me getting to choose who I think had the better answer. So here we go, number one. Favorite video game right now? Right now or ever? Just right now, like what are you playing right now? Favorite video game? FIFA 21. Oh, that's hard because I'm not currently playing any, any video games right now besides watching Miles scream at the TV <laughs> while playing FIFA. Mm -hmm. But um, I'll get Last one you recently. Last one. Um, I'm going to get Warzone right now is okay. my favorite. So, yeah. I'll give you that's, – that's a that's fair way for both of you. Hey, let's go. There we go. There we go. Let's go. That's a fair answer. Okay. Best running back in the NFL. Ooh, I know. Okay, I know. And I want no, 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 no. You can choose to be biased, or it's whoever has the better argument that I think convinces me more. This is so biased because I know. No, 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 no. I think I think you get to drop that player. How about we agree not to say that? Yeah, we'll, we're not say. We're not say African American because we know you love. If It'd be a shame if you were both OB then. I mean, no, you gotta pick one. So, no Alvin Kamara could be brought up. Fine, fine. No Alvin. I may bring him up. You go. I'm going first. Oh, um, I gotta go. I gotta go D. Henry. Um, I mean, D. Henry is an absolute animal. Um, I'm surprised he honestly didn't win MVP. Um, or I guess we haven't we don't know who MVP is yet, but I mean Derrick Henry two thousand yards this season. Uh, I mean the amount of times we see Derrick Henry three touchdowns, two touchdowns per game is just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I gotta go Derrick Henry. You know what? I'm not gonna argue that because I think this year Derrick Henry was by far the best. I mean I want to say Chris McCaffrey, but he was out the whole year. If I, I mean. Last year's Chris McCaffrey, I would take, but Derrick Henry this year was almost 2,000 yards. He was unstoppable. I especially know that being a Texas fan because he ran down our throats as usual. So um, I'm picking D. Henry. And yeah. Yeah, D. Henry's good. Would have accepted Dalvin Cook and honestly would have accepted Christian McCaffrey as well because if he's healthy, he's one of the best. Or AK. Ah, okay. Number three, last movie watch. The last, honestly, the last movie that I fully watched uh, was uh, Super Bad. Um, I watched Super Bad the other day, or not the other day, about a month ago. Um, that was the last movie, start to finish, that I watched. I haven't seen it in a super long time, and honestly, I hadn't seen it since I was like twelve years old, thirteen, fourteen years old, something like that. So the jokes are a lot funnier. Um, you'll see that as you watch uh, movies again when you're when you get older. Um, 
Joski is a lot more funny. So, I mean, I totally agree with that because there's a lot of my favorite comedies I'd watched, and I just the jokes kind of flew over my head. But I did watch Superbad Miles, but the last you movie I've it. seen, you I know, it. last movie I've seen, I literally just watched again because it was so good as War Dogs. Oh, uh, another Jonah Hill movie. It's a great movie, and yeah. Ooh, okay. I've watched both of these recently. Um, I have to, I'm picking a winner for this one, and they're both just amazing movies, but I'm really leaning War Dogs right now. Uh, okay. like, I'm right. not saying it's the superior movie, but I think that I like that for this answer. Too bad it's mine. my game. All right, I'll give you that. It is your game. Okay, Rock, before we do this, Rock, Paper, Scissors, who gets to go first? I mean, I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong until after. Right. But, huh, you pick a number. Yeah. Okay. I've no, got a number. I don't trust that. Between one and five. All right. Whatever. Three. Two. It was four. Johnny, go first. Name ah. the Harry Potter. Name the Harry Potter movies in order. Oh gosh. Can I use Google? <laughs> no. No. Put your phone away. Put your phones away. No. Oh don't God. ruin it. I don't have okay. it. Um, Johnny, hands up. you mind if I go backwards? That's sort of weird. I um, Okay, fine. Go backwards. If you can do it backwards, I'll accept it. Uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Uh, was it? Is it The Half-Blood Prince? Then Gob? I know. No uh, uh, Order of the Phoenix? Goblet of Fire. Um, like, you know, um, I know what they're about. I just forget the name. Mm. Well, yeah. the, the great news is, Johnny, I haven't seen any of them. So. Okay, you both lose then. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. You're both I've seen one Harry Potter movie is the first one. We need to be. What's the first one's name? What's the first one's name? Okay, you both give up. I can't. Uh, it goes Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, then the Chamber of Secrets, Prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire, Order of Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows 1 and 2. Okay, so I got the first four right. Yeah, you couldn't get the you couldn't get the first three. Whole point was a full thing, so. Well, I did better than you. You didn't take a guess. But you didn't finish, so. Okay, this one is going to be like back and forth until if one of you gets it wrong, then if you went first, you, you get a rebuttal, basically. I'll explain it as we go. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, you're, we're going to keep going until there's either none left or whoever had the most. Uh, name the most people, or who, who can name the most people that finished in the top 10 for these past masters? Wow. Wow. All right, oh. who's starting? I don't know. I'm not going to do good on that. All right, DJ. Um, Xander Shoffley. Rory. Uh, Hold up, boys. I'm moving slow. Brooks hey, let me just do it this way. If we're wrong, are you, do you cut us off? Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Wait. Who did you say? Who did you say? You got DJ, Rory, I have Brooks, and uh, Xander. Shoffley. Okay, so I don't believe Xander Schauffele was in the top ten. So, Johnny, can, ah, can you get? Can you get? Huh? What did he finish? 
I don't have, I screenshot it, so I don't have it exactly in front of me. But my, let's say if Johnny can get one more, I win. And I think it's over. Right. Ooh. What'd you say? Sorry, you froze it up. I'm doing um, Abraham answer. Incorrect. Okay. Like so, Miles, give me another one. I said Brooks. Is that locked in? Yeah, Brooks is locked in. Yeah, shouldn't I have won? No. But I went first. So, I, I mean, I, I shouldn't have to rebuttal. Okay, but you, you were two for three. I'm also two for three. This is correct. I know, but before that, you went. I was two. Like, we both started one. First of all, I got the first one right, and then you got your first one wrong. No, I got my first one right. You said Xander first. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, I think you may have. Yeah. yeah okay, Johnny's correct. You win. Wow. Yeah. There we go. God. Next question. Johnny with the math. Okay. Which of these two words is not a real sport? Zorbing or flip flirping? Flip flirping. Zorbing. I think my internet is so bad. It's bad. God, Johnny's on a roll. God, y'all were not enthusiastic about that question. I put a lot of effort into that one. I didn't, and there's not enough enthusiasm. I was trying to process how you spell those words in my name. <laughs> to see what you're flipping around. I was just a pure guess, but we'll take it. Okay. Wow. Who would you rather have, Embiid or Jokic? Jokic, not even a question. He went off last night. I'm going Jokic. This is not even a question either. He can I think you're both wrong. You said we're wrong? Yeah, but he can't play. Yes, yeah, you're both wrong. If Embiid is scoring at the level okay, that he's next right question. now. This is a golf <laughs> podcast. I don't want to hear your basketball <laughs> takes. Okay, fair, but you're both wrong. Fair, fair. You're wrong. Get out of here. Next question. Johnny's heated over yeah, here. Yeah, uh, we, will, we will put it up and see how he's that goes. Jokic, yeah, it's definitely Nikolai Jokic. He had 37 and a half or something like that. It's the defense. It's the defense. They can both score. Does okay, it, this one y'all are going to like. Okay, number eight. Who can do the better Australian accent? You and these impressions are ridiculous. Good I know. I like to make y'all uncomfortable. It's funny. All right. Good day, mate. Good eye, mate. Oh, that's um, not sure. Miles with me. a dub. It's caught me an alligator. <laughs> Miles with an easy dub. Okay, number nine. What is my middle name? I know the initial. Yeah. I know the initial. That doesn't help. Can I? Can we get guesses? Multiple guesses? Yeah, sure. Just keep whoever gets it first, right? No. You said Harrison. It's an I. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not I. It's an H. Yeah, it's an H. It's just oh, because it's an I. Because you went by the nickname Pib. No. No, that's just because Robert Shively wanted to give me a nickname like that. Okay. Um, I gave it away. It's an H. Little yeah. background. Yeah. Now you gave that to him, and I helped him. Harry. No, and I don't. You're not gonna guess this. Like. Holcomb. It's not a word you would know. No. Is it an old name? Sort of. What does it end with? Just, uh, an L. Harold. Two L's. No. 
Just let me know when you're finished with this, and I'll just. I'll, I'll give one more guess. I give up. I, 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 I'm going to spend, I'm gonna spend way too much time trying to think. Yeah. I need points. What's the second letter? A. You better guess it right for getting all these guests. Haskell? Close. Haskell. Haskell. No, no. I don't know. We both went OB. I don't know. You both know. No, I just thought maybe you'd know it. You wouldn't guess it, but no, it's cool. <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's Haswell. All right. Haswell. All right. I'll, I'll flip the script on you. What are our middle names? Um, you know what? Didn't see this one coming. <laughs> but um, Johnny, uh, okay, give me the initial. You gave me the initial. I gave you the Mine's a J. Did you hear that? I said Philip. No, B. 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 Boy. Hello. B. Oh, uh. And you're a J, Miles? Yeah. James. Yes, sir. Wow. Mm, that I was difficult. Uh, Johnny. I don't think he'll guess one. I don't think he'll get it either. Blake? It's a very formal no. name. Yeah, that was a good guess. Beauregard. No, it's a You're close. You you won't notice, but it's a street here at OU. Yeah. Beaumont. It's my dad's first name, but he goes by Bo. I knew it was a Bo thing. Uh. Mm, uh. I don't know. Boyd. Boyd. Damn. Damn. I should have known that. Well, James was easy, so I got 50%. <laughs> yeah. Okay, y'all are going to hate this one. I'm just telling you straight up. The last one. Uh, yeah, last one, number 10. Well, Who can the, say the most? What's, what's, the, what's the score? The okay, fine. I'll get you. Okay, so you each had one. Then Johnny. So Johnny was up one after three. Then he was up two after five. Then three after six. And then Miles is now. Now he's only two up. Mm. So what we're going to do is. This one's just worth two points, just because. And then if you tie, you tie. Or no, screw it. It's worth three points. So there's a winner. Oh, man. Just give me okay. a chance to get back in the game. Yeah, I want to make it interesting. All right. What do you got? Okay. Who can say the most of the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how it starts. We the people. <laughs> We the people of the United States. No, the we the people is uh, the Constitution. Yeah, it's the Constitution. I almost did that one, but I thought that'd be harder. But what I don't know. I can't. What does the Declaration start with? I'll I'll give you. Well, I don't know if this is even the start, but this is the part that we knew. I thought it's we hold. It's the beginning. Oh, we hold these truths self-evident. Yeah. One nation under God. In the. <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's the Pledge of Allegiance. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equals. That's no, yeah, but I don't want to like help Johnny. Like, all men are created equal. It sounds like Johnny I don't know. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to anything. Yeah, neither did I. But I thought it'd be interesting to see how squirm about this. 
Yeah, what is it? It's he the same thing. I mean, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. In liberty and justice for all. In no, you're close. Yeah, I know. Uh, the liberty and justice in the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, that's one nation. One nation under, under God. God. I don't we think hold, that's We hold it. these truths to be yeah, self-evident, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's pretty much all. No yeah, y'all are both close enough, but um, I mean, Miles got the beginning. I really don't know if it again this. You can't give it. Johnny to got that little. I said. I said. I, said, I know. I was a. I had a two shot lead. This shouldn't be wiped up. It's Parker's. This is Parker's game. We can't. I don't. It make is it. my game. Don't make but it. I'm just gonna say y'all both got it wrong because I don't think you really knew it. And Johnny's got the dub. Sorry for the suspense. I would have given it to Miles if he like could say half of it. Yeah, if he could like actually confidently say. If he could confidently say half of it, then I would have just given you the dub. Because I did not. How do you even think of that? (laughs) I don't know. I was just like, what would something that. I was so confused. You're saying last one's like three points. I'm like, get in my head like. Oh, he definitely ask us a sports question, like about the Saints or something. Nope. And then he comes out with the Declaration of Independence. That you stumped me. That Got stumped me. me. Yeah, I did. Shout out, you can't yeah. How about that? Teachers. Yeah. We don't. Pay. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I said shout out to the Kincaid history teachers. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all them. They really helped us get through school, man. Yeah. Go history. Go history. All right. That's it. Well, that concludes it. We're hope everybody enjoyed episode 15. We are currently freezing to death up here in Norman, Oklahoma. I hope everybody stays safe in these bizarre conditions. Yes. And remember, as always, to play it as it lies. Play it as it lies.